0: Welcome to the Sound Advice Podcast, a resource for entrepreneurs and small businesses looking for honest insights and go-to strategies for digital marketing. I'm Kelvin and my wife, Phyllis, Hey. and I will share what's working, what's changing, and how to navigate the sometimes unpredictable world of business ownership. Yes, we're experts at figuring things out, well, figuring them out eventually, and we're here to share it all, the good, the bad, and the stuff we've learned about working at home, together, every day, all day. So let's jump in. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Phyllis and my guest today is uh, Jen Laner, my co-host. She's agreed to join us again. So thank you for being here, Jen. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, in case you haven't met Jen or you don't know her, she, I just tell you a little bit about her. She was on our previous podcast as well. So I'll, on the show notes, we'll give you links to all kinds of info Uh, Jen is a digital marketing strategist. She's also a podcaster and an adjunct professor of digital marketing at Cleveland State University. And she's the founder of the Front Row Mastermind for Entrepreneurs, which we're going to be talking a lot about here in just a few minutes. And she lives in Shaker Heights, Ohio with her husband and three kids and her golden retriever. And so welcome, Jen, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Great to be here, fellas. Welcome back. Okay. So today we, we're going to be talking a lot about the front row. Um, this is something that I know you've been building for quite a while, and we really want to talk about building community. So two things, I guess I'm going to have you just jump in. One, if you could kind of just tell us a little bit about your how the front row got started. Um, I know a little bit about that, but I would love for you to share it with the listeners. And the second thing is really about community. Uh, well, actually, let's go ahead and just start with the front row and how that got started first, and then I'll just follow up.
1: Okay. Uh, so the front row uh, started uh, solely as a Facebook community, and I was actually launching a podcast, I mean, sorry, a, um, a webinar about Twitter, like Twitter 101 or something like that. And at the time I was in B-School and I had gotten on a call with one of the girls from uh, B-School who who was in the group and needed help with Twitter or something. And yeah, it was definitely Twitter. And anyway, so I'm helping her and that was that. We hung up the call. She went into B-School and raved about me in the group. And she mentioned that I had this upcoming podcast. Well, there's like thousands of people in the B-School group. And I don't know if you're allowed to do that anymore. I think they have a rule about about links and stuff. But she went in there, really unbeknownst to me, and she raved about me. And she's like, and I know she's got a webinar coming up. And she put a link to the webinar. Well, all of a sudden, I was getting bombarded with registrations for this webinar. I was so excited. And this was pretty early on in my business. But I realized that having a Facebook group to... Like now would be the time to start the Facebook group because I've got this these all these people piling in. So really, I mean, I came up with the name in a matter of minutes, but I feel like it was so it was such an inspired moment because yeah. the front row really represents everything that I'm all about. So I am so thankful that that name came to me. And what we did, what I did was uh, on the thank you page, of the registration for this webinar, I quickly redirected them into this Facebook group. So what happened was I ended up having a lot of people joining at one time. And that's a strategy I now teach to everyone. I mean, it's not that I I'm the only one that teaches it, but for me I feel really strongly about that strategy that uh, whether you're doing a Facebook ad, whatever your call to action, never squander the thank you page. Uh, and so people, I invited them into this, this Facebook group. And originally the conversation just was about this Twitter webinar. It was like a, to accompany this webinar and let's, ha- let's talk about what's about to happen, what we're going to learn and then what we did learn. And then Every day, I just sort of was like, well, I got to stay. I've got to stay one step ahead. I want to keep this going. I want to keep this momentum. And, uh, and I just started watching what other people were doing in their groups, which were those theme days. You know, everybody has a theme day, Monday, Mania, Tuesday, whatever. Right. Right. (laughs) And, and so I started doing that. And, um, but I just made sure I was really present. But I have to say that when, when I first did it, I was, it was a little bit, nauseating because I thought, Oh my God, what have I done? I am going to have to be here all the time. This is like a full-time job. And it felt very, the the commitment of it felt very sort of crushing, you know, for, yeah. for a bit. Um, but I shifted my perspective definitely since then. And and looking back, I mean, it was the absolute best thing I've ever done for my business.
0: Yeah, which is fantastic. And I actually didn't know that's exactly how that started. So that's actually good to hear. Now you are really super engaged. uh, But one of the things that I've heard for people who don't know you, the front row group is still there. People can join it. And you also ultimately after I think, I don't know a couple of years or maybe was, I'm not sure how long it was. You have now a group called the front row VIP, which is a paid membership area, a paid membership group. Yes, exactly. So, and membership, I think memberships are, um, really popular for a lot of reasons and I think they sort of come and go in popularity a little bit depending on I don't know just in, I think in marketing trends we see them sort of do well for a while and then maybe not do as well in other times but you've been really successful with yours and one of the things that I've heard about a good membership program I I don't have one I'm not sure that I would do one but but one of the things that I've heard when I've done some research is that you either need to have a really strong community aspect or a really strong leadership aspect. And I actually feel like I was in your Facebook group first and now I am a member of your VIP group, but I feel like you do both of those pretty well. And the time factor I recognize has got to be pretty, um, I'm sure some days is, <laughs> is a lot. And um, I'm really sensitive to that too, because I feel like you like, oh my gosh, I don't, I, you know, if I'm going to do this, I want to serve people and I want to show up and I want people to really feel like they're part of something. But at the same time, there's a big commitment to getting that done. So talk to us a little bit about community building, which I think you're just genius at and you know, how you sort of came around to making that work for you.
1: Okay. So there's a few elements I think at work that, um, really part of it was like happy coincidence. The other part I was very, very uh, deliberate and mindful about, but okay. In terms of community, what I have learned is that with these membership sites, I think a lot of people, you know, you keep hearing about recurring revenue and everybody wants yeah. the Netflix model, right? So people are right. racing to right. do these membership sites and they're You know, dumping all their content, which really might be great content. But I think, I think the membership guys said this first and they said people come for the content and they stay for the community. And I really think that's very true. I bet you I have members in VIP who have never gone into the membership site to really, to really consume the content because they are enjoying the community so much. The second thing that really helped with the community building was right off the bat what I understood was that you know you you do need to be a great host and you do need to facilitate and and make a place where people want to engage so like that's definitely on you but if you can get your members to fall in love with each other then you're really good to go and I think that's why my um I haven't had a whole lot of churn is because and that also takes a huge responsibility off my Shoulders is because the members, yeah, they, they like me, I guess, and they, they like my content, but they have a true com- community has been built so that if they were to leave, they're going to miss out on that party that is happening with all these people who they have become close with. And so in order to get people invested right off the bat, there's a few things that I knew had to happen. So the first thing that we did was, you know, we, we did like these icebreakers that really told people who the, who, who the other people were, right? Like it wasn't so content centered or business driven. It was like human centered. So we came together in a Friday mixer and everybody had to go around, for example, and get to tell three things about themselves with one of them being a lie. And then where everybody's (laughs) on camera, I also think that's really important is as much as you can to bring people into like a Zoom situation where everybody can see each other's faces. And then, uh, yeah, so we went around like the way you would walk, go around the room. And by the end of that, we already had a really good sense of who The other people were. And of course, this is like, this is just kicking off the group in the very beginning, right? This core group of people and that core group of people who became so tight with each other during experiences like this. And I tried to create as many experiences as I could in that setting that were manageable then the rest sort of took care of itself. Now all those people who are getting so much from the group are out, you know, being ambassadors and sharing, you know, and spreading the word. So yeah. so that has been uh that has been really great and there's been a lot of great spin-offs from that. But even like even I've I've added in like co-working sessions. That takes me no time at all uh to really put together. It's just a matter of you know, scheduling it and letting everybody know about it and they can come and go as they please, but it's an opportunity to just work side by side. It's like study hall for, you yeah. know, like for, for entrepreneurs and we're all in a zoom room and we're not really talking. The only thing I do in terms of facilitation is a, um, I have a timer and we do it based on the Pomodoro technique, but it helps me as well. Like I'm in there working and then the, right. then, then you know, and I, I'm just, and sometimes I'll do a little bit of entertainment, like, you know, we'll do some arm exercises or I'll read something inspiring, but for the most part, really doesn't take any time or effort. And so, yeah, I just, I just got really lucky as far as that's concerned.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would use the word lucky, but yeah, you it. <laughs> It's, been, it's, it's awesome. And, and you can tell, um, you know, I'm actually newer to the VIP group and, you know, there is definitely a real, um, I don't know, a sense of sort of um, community, for sure. That's exactly the word. And you do feel like, um, I mean, I went actually for some specific stuff that I knew that you had that I wanted to learn from you. But I definitely enjoying the community and getting to know some people. And, um, you know, there, there's some people there who've also been obviously, I've already connected with, and who are just really great people. So it's, it's, it's ongoing. Right. So, and I think those early ambassadors, um, are still doing that same kind of thing for you, but they're also making it really comfortable and easy for new people who kind of step in, um, which I think is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, they have been, I have, I mean, this, this group is very welcoming. And so whenever a new member joins, like they, you know, they've just, they do take it upon themselves and they're, they're like eager to learn about the the new person. Yeah. Uh, the, as we call them, the hashtag new kids. And it's, it's um yeah. So it's really, it's a wonderful thing, but I have to say like, you know, the, the membership sites that I have seen that have tried to go like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to put some great content in there. And, you know, this is the promise that I'm going to make to the group that I'm going to deliver, you know, one new course a month that I'm going to have like one Q and a call a month or whatever it is. They always either end up closing up Closing up shop because it's, it, it, the churn just gets to be so much that it's not worth it right. and members drop out right. or they end up adopting, they, they end up learning that like, okay, I'm, there's just sort of no way around this that I, I just really feel like there has to be a community element for the most part. I mean, there might be some exceptions to the rule, but as far as I've seen, like, so if you don't enjoy community and you don't enjoy like, engaging with your people, then this might not be. And it's not for everybody anyway. You know what right. I mean?
0: It, it is a ton of work, right? It, it is a very specific business model and you're right. I don't think it is right for everybody. And, um, but I think you're right too about the ones that we see maybe come and go. It goes back to the, the statement you made earlier where people may come for the content and then they stay for the community. So I think both aspects, aspects end up being equally important. So one of the other things I wanted to ask you is to do a little bit about the strategy of your membership, um, whatever you are comfortable sharing, you know, if you have any like trade secrets, that's cool. Like we don't have, to, you don't have to share those, but with memberships, there's a lot of questions. I get this sometimes from clients that are looking at this business model, you know, should I have limited enrollment, you know, like certain times of year, should it be open all the time? Do you allow like anybody in, or is there, you know, some sort of questionnaire parameter do you try to get to know people ahead of time um, just some of those kinds of things what are your thoughts on that um, maybe in general for the industry and then how it applies to you and how you've done your um, group
1: so I can't really speak to the industry as a whole because I just there's there's just so many variables um, right there's some yeah. people who almost deliver a course that needs to be dripped out over the course of a year so it's like it's called a membership site, but really, it's like a course yeah. because everybody's but but everybody's working on the same content, and so there's like a beginning and an ending. I've seen that model yeah. for my for for I've only been at it. Uh, let's see, it's like a year and four months since since my VIP group has been okay. up and running. So I'm still. I still think of myself almost in beta because my biggest launch has yet to happen. I mean, that's still in front of me. I'm just trying to tie up some uh, loose ends on, on a core course that I want to put inside the group before I go up for my next big launch. The way that I have it set up that has worked well, uh, so far is I open and close it, but there's no, I don't really have a recipe yet. Like maybe I'll do it very methodically and like open it up for, You know, a month and shut it down for two months or like open it up quarterly. I don't, I don't really know right now. I'm just sort of doing it in the way that it flows with the other commitments that I have. But the model that I have is very similar to a lot of other people where, so I started with a charter, a charter member price. Uh, it was $27 a month and they were guaranteed that the price would go up. And as long as they were a member and they never left, their price would never go up. And then, uh, then we closed the doors, and that was really smart on my part. It wasn't. It. I mean, smart on my part. Listen to myself being so yeah. braggadocious. Well, it worked. I, it was a good
0: was strategy that worked. It
1: was. Yeah, it was a good decision because I actually wasn't being strategic at the time. I needed to catch my breath, and I wanted to really, really like develop the membership with the all the charter members who had signed up right like let's test some stuff out let's let me really get to know them let me deliver so much value and so much love and attention to them that i blow their minds right. And that was real. And if I was, if I was still launching and in launch mode, I just don't think I would have been able to do both, not in those early days. So, um, I shut the doors. I did one big, like more email blast. Doors are going to close. Last chance to get in at this rate, at this price. So more people joined. And then I shut the doors, started a waiting list. And then um, after a couple of months, open back up at the promised higher rate of $37 a month. actually did not do a huge launch at that point. like I could have done a better job, but whatever. Uh, it was it was good and and then the doors have not closed since then, okay? So I did sort of a launch and then I've just sort of left them open, but I haven't been promoting it really. As soon as this core course is created, then I will launch real bit, really big. Like this is the last time you're going to be able to get in. There's this core course in there that I'm super excited about. This is the last time you will ever be able to get into Front Row VIP for $37. The doors will close and they will reopen at $47. And I don't think I will probably go past $50 a month. I'm not going to promise, but that's where I think that's going to end up being the number for me, like forty nine dollars okay. or whatever, and then I will probably continue to open and close, and then and then, um, because I do like I just I don't like being in launch mode all the time, and also yeah yeah, and it's and also I do I like to have a real sense of urgency and 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 not fake it. Like it makes it so much easier to be like the doors really are closing and then really, yeah. and then really close the doors. You know, it's also right. nice to onboard a group of people at one time, sort of like a, yes. like a freshman class, you know, to have everybody come in right. and take them through those icebreaker exercises, get to know everybody and that keeps it special. Uh, so I, so I do like that I've done that. And then one other thing um, that I may or may not do next, next time, but did work. The first big launch that I did was I did a bunch of trainings. And then on the replay, I made the replay available for like two or three days. So like, let's say I would do a Facebook ads training and then traditional webinar style. But then when it came to the replay, I sent them to a page on New Kajabi, which is really slick because you can have like these buttons appear when the offer appears. I mean, a lot of webinar software does that or Landing page software does it, but I love that it's included in new Kajabi and a countdown timer and all that kind of stuff. And then at a certain point in the replay, a button would appear to join VIP. And then after the third day, people were still trying to go to the replay, but then it would say, oops, you missed it. But you can get this training and all this other stuff, you know, in VIP. And so that that worked really well also.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I saw that you recently, um, you are recently running inside VIP, um, an accountability challenge. And I saw that you had an offer for people who are interested in the accountability challenge who are not members of VIP that, you know, you would, they could go ahead and be part of that as well. they could join and just be part of that challenge, which I also think is really smart, right? So they're getting a taste of the community and some of the stuff that you're doing right off the bat in that first month, which is kind of cool. And obviously the strategy has worked for you. I think it is smart. I like the idea too of that onboarding, like where there's a group of people kind of coming in together. Um, I think both from a, a consumer side too, like as a new member, that would certainly be, I think I would, I would enjoy that part. So yeah, this that's great. I love the strategy behind that. And so tell me, what do you think is the, I know you've talked a lot about the content itself, I know that creating content for you, I don't think is super challenging because there's lots of stuff that you're interested in and you're always learning new things. But when it comes to community, um, one question I'll ask, and I don't really know have you have you run into any issues where you've had to sort of police things or manage uh, things that you didn't quite expect in your community?
1: Um, no, it's it's pretty much like your standard kind of stuff. It's and 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 really, it's more it's. Any of that stuff usually comes back to me needing to do a better job communicating what the boundaries are. So mm-hmm. we have actually, I have, I've created two groups that coincide with VIP. So one is called the micro economy, which I totally stole from Todd Herman's 90 day year. I thought it was such yeah. a good idea. So, and yeah. it actually his, Microeconomy, when I was a member of 90 day year, when I, when I took his course, I got so many new clients because he offered this. And basically it's, um, it is a Facebook group where you are allowed to promote whenever you want anything that you want. You could share your links and he asks, and I did too, but I haven't really promoted this as much as I should. I need to go back and do that. But he said, like, look, you're welcome to promote in this group. That's what it's for. We're all entrepreneurs. We, you know, we're here. We're here to do business. So go ahead and do business, but consider offering or he required that you offer your fellow 90 day year people a discount of some sort or some sort of special perk. Right. And, uh, and so I was, I really like that because number one, I don't want promotions in the main group just because, you know, it's my, you know, I want to quadruple or 5X and 10X the size of front row VIP right now. As we grow, it just gets to be too much, too noisy. Yeah and we've all seen that right like in those big big groups where it just gets to be too much and all you're just getting pitched all the time or even worse the people who are like I just want feedback on my sales page and really, they just really want you to see. Yeah, they're things. just trying to drive traffic to their page. Right, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's it's just, I would almost rather them be like, you know, look, I've got this webinar coming up. than like, oh, I was just hoping you'd give me feedback on my webinar. I just can't stand that. It's so, it's just, I don't know. I don't like it. So I didn't want that yeah. to be the case in our main VIP group. I wanted people people to be able to find, be able to ask questions and find the answers to their questions really easily. So that's where V uh, VIP was born. However, there had, there's been a bit of confusion at times. And that's when I just sort of have to come in and maybe remove a post or move it over to move it over to the micro economy, but nothing, I wouldn't say, um, there's other than that, I haven't had really any problems at all.
0: Okay, great. Well, and and as a, a member, I mean, I haven't run into that either. I do think the micro economy, uh, is brilliant. It's pretty smart. And for somebody like me, like I, I, when I was doing my podcast promotion last month, for example, you know, it was a great place for me to put that information. And I knew that it was a safe place to put it. I wasn't going to be like offending anybody. And uh, if there were some people interested, great, right. It's very, uh, I think for, and a lot of us are not, you know, a lot of people just don't want to necessarily be super self-promoting So when you have a space where you're saying like, hey, that's what this is for, I think it's also encouraging to people to say, yeah, this is a good place. Please share. Like, please share your information over here and and you can feel good about doing it, which I think is also nice. Yeah,
1: And not only that, I mean, as it turns out, many of the people in VIP are each other's avatars, right? So it's so fantastic that... They can go in, like, this has happened with several of, several VIPers where they literally started from scratch, went in there and said, Hey, I'm going to be, um, starting a program called this. Does that sound interesting? And then people saying, yes, yes, yes. The next thing you know, six months later, they are, that business is now thriving and it started from their fellow VIPers. That was their core group. And that's happened with a few of the businesses in VIP and also people are encouraged to go in there and get feedback on pricing or an offer or a pitch or practice their pitch or practice a live stream or practice their webinar. So I know that I personally would love a place like that where, where I would be able to do that. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it.
0: Yeah. Great. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. I know we could keep talking about building community and memberships and so forth, but you've given us a lot of really good information. And I think uh, for people who are listening, if membership um, is something you're looking for, we're going to have links on the show notes to the VIP group itself, to Jen's Facebook group um, and other places where you can reach Jen. So you can kind of see in action, a lot of the things that she's talking about today. She's very active in both the, the membership group, obviously, and also even on the front row uh, membership, the, the, the original front row Facebook group. Um, there's still a lot of activity going on there too. Um, and Jen's always in and out of there as well. So um, thank you, Jen, for being here and for giving us such good info.
1: Thanks, Phyllis. It was a lot of
0: fun. Thanks for listening to the Sound Advice Podcast. Be sure to visit soundadvicesales.com to join the conversation, access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you loved this episode of the Sound Advice Podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM Network.